Hi friends, it's Kayla Moran and welcome back to the Let's Get Candid podcast. How is everybody doing today? Happy Thursday, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I can't believe we are already at the end of March. Happy Ultra, happy Miami Music Week, happy Miami Open. What other events? There's a lot of events going on right now in Miami. Spring is the season of events around here and I am loving it. I really am enjoying having a social life again and having and making plans and I may not always get to go to them and I may have to cancel here and there because of work or I'm just exhausted and my body needs rest or my skin needs a break and I can't put more makeup on and I just need a night in but just the option and the opportunity to have so many plans is so much fun I'm in I'm enjoying it I'm loving it and I got invited to two three Actually, I got invited to four different events this week. I'm going to two, possibly three. And I have a couple other ones that I've been invited to that are like lawyer events or like panels that I could attend. I just am not able to either financially or because of work and like having events or not events, but hearings and things during the day that I'm not able to take off to attend panels and things like that. Uh, that's the one thing I've noticed that being a law student was good for is that we could attend all the free lawyer panels and events and conferences and talks and things like that. And as an attorney, yeah, the law schools still put them on and you can still go, but you have to pay. And I just did not plan for that in going off on my own, but now I know to keep a budget for CLEs, continuing legal education events that I want to attend as an attorney hosted by UM Law and FIU Law, the two local law schools to me. Because I have a lot of friends that go to either of those schools and there's always stuff I want to go to. I just either can't go because of time or because I can't afford it and I don't want that to be the excuse, you know? Or not the excuse, the reason. But I am excited. Tomorrow I'm going to a Miami Music Week event at the beach and it's a wellness event, and I'm really looking forward to a yoga class, some smoothies, some lunch, acupuncture, a couple little treatments here and there, and then I have a facial tomorrow evening because my skin has been going through it with the stress and overwhelmingness of work and a lot of makeup because a lot of events, and my skin definitely needs a facial. I've been needing one for quite a while, and I've been doing like at-home facials with the Dr. Dennis Gross Alpha Beta Peel Pads. Love those. They sent me some in PR and I'm obsessed. Thank you, Dr. Dennis Gross. I actually have one of my friends who works at Dr. Dennis Gross Influencer Marketing coming on the pod soon. So if you like them, stay tuned for that. But yeah, I've been giving myself at-home mini facials, but I definitely need a professional deep cleaning. So very much looking forward to that tomorrow after a workout in the morning and then what else is going on i might go to another event on the beach i might be going out this weekend who knows like that kind of has been just coming up like here and there like last minute i'm like my friends are like hey we're going i want to come sure why not if i'm feeling up for it i just throw on a jeans and a crop top put on some mascara and concealer and call it a day so that's been a lot of fun and what else? What else? I have an event on Sunday with a really cool brand that is for the Miami Open. And then the following week, I'm going to the Miami Open with my parents. And I have a friend who 
works for a company that is sponsoring the Miami Open, so hopefully I'll get to run into him while I'm there. And it's just really cool to be involved and out and about and seeing people at all these events and networking, 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 because I have friends in all of these different things and that's how I get invited to these opportunities and it's really cool. So don't, don't miss out on your network. Don't, you know, don't sleep on them. You never really know. And that's something I've learned a lot too, is that, you know, I have a lot of friends who are looking for different jobs or leaving their jobs or considering leaving their jobs and are in the process of looking for stuff and I'm like oh hey what do you want to do I might know someone and sure enough I hop on my LinkedIn network and I know a couple people that I can connect them with and that has been really rewarding just being able to be there for my friends and be a support system and a giver has been really nice and just reaffirm that that's something that I am meant to do although on the downside of that I realize that sometimes I do it because I want to feel like I'm good enough and I am worthy and I hope that they would reciprocate and I don't do it with the, with like with them needing to reciprocate. Like I'll do it if you do this for me. Like it's not that, but sometimes I'm like, mm, I wish they would. And that's a personal thing. It's something that I need to work on a little bit more because I generally do enjoy giving so much of myself and being there for everybody. And it sucks when, yeah, not everyone is always there for me, but you know, that's just the name of the game. But I do need to protect my peace and be more mindful of who I give my time and energy and effort to because not everyone is going to be as receptive or kind about it and you know then they expect things from you and that's not that's not cool that's not healthy either and yeah what else has been happening oh my god yesterday I literally almost had like I almost had a heart attack I thought that one of my law school best friends blocked me on Instagram out of the blue and that we were no longer friends and he was breaking up with me and I full-on panicked and my heart bottomed out and I sent him a really nice sex message and I was like I don't know what happened between us I thought we were always going to be friends like I know we don't talk anymore because we don't live in the same place but like I love you and I miss you and (laughs) then I find out that he can't remember his password so his account got suspended and he can't like it deleted it and it's not that he blocked me so that I felt ridiculous, so that I texted him, I'm sorry that I'm crazy, but you love me anyway, like, see you when you're in town, and he was, like, completely just disregarded the entire first text, and was, like, sorry, I suck at responding to you guys, but, like, nope, still here, my account sucks, it's gone, but love you and miss you too, happy to hear you're doing well, (laughs) and I was, like, I love that you just completely ignore the fact that I went ballistic on you, um, because I thought you blocked me, but it's all good and now it's funny yesterday was not funny yesterday i literally like my heart hurt all day so yeah i just needed to collect myself there for a second and let the dog out if you heard him scratching in the background but that was a fun moment so i thought i would do my second suite of the week and then we can dive right into this week's guest my suck of the week is that the weather has not been that great and i'm really sad give me the sunshine back i want my sunshine back and but the cold fronts have been a little nice nice little walk after work and my suite of the week is that like i said it just feels really good to be making lots of friends new friends and being introduced to new opportunities and having a social life again that's something that i really missed the last few years and i was having quite a fun social life in the fall 
then work picked up for everyone and that kind of slowed down quite a bit the last few months but and then I went on vacation the holidays and now I finally feel like I'm coming out of my social rut my bubble and my shell and I'm just excited and energized to be social and of course there's a lot of events spring and summer here so it's honestly perfect timing and yeah so I hope you guys are all doing well and if you guys want to hear any topics or any guests or want to learn more about something and you think that it would be a good fit for the podcast please let me know in a comment in a review in a dm in an email I want to make this podcast for you guys I do it because I love sharing my life and I love sharing the really cool conversations I get to have all the time and I want to make sure it's what you guys want to hear and I have some really cool ones coming up and it means so much to me when people reach out to me to want to be on the podcast or when I've inspired people to start their own podcast and then they have me on theirs and I get to help promote their podcast on this show so it's fun I'm having a lot of fun right now and both of my businesses are going well they're growing slow and steady wins the race and I'm making big girl moves for my clients for myself and things are really good grinding grinding away but it'll be really fun and I have a really good feeling about spring and summer and I can't wait to continue to share with you guys and let's get into this week's guest he is one of my friends from high school and actually when we recorded we had not actually spoken I think since high school which we graduated high school about eight years ago so that is wild almost eight years and we've been in touch on Facebook on Instagram seeing which other's up to happy birthdays and congratulations types of things but we haven't really sat down and spoken since high school so it was really cool to have Jonathan Vega on at my podcast and he is a real estate agent here in Miami and he has a fun unique approach to buying and selling homes and he, he does it on social media he creates videos featuring the properties that he is selling or has sold or is in help developing all over the city of Miami on YouTube and on Instagram and it's really fun. It's fun, it's light, it's upbeat and it's really cool to see fellow classmates and friends of mine going into their industries and shaking it up and making a name for themselves because that is exactly what I'm doing in my industry and I love when my friends are my kindred spirits and we actually have a lot in common. His girlfriend's mom used to be one of my ballet teachers when I was younger. I grew up with her briefly, but I didn't know that, like, I don't think they even knew each other at the time. And it's just funny how life works out. And Miami is such a small town in a big city. And it's like six degrees of separation. Everyone knows everyone. You never know who you're going to meet or run into. And I love that. It can be, it has its downsides, but it's also a lot of fun because then you just connect. You're like, oh my God, I know that person too. And it was really cool to reconnect with someone who is doing something super cool. And if you've ever wanted to get into real estate, here's another episode with a fellow young realtor on the show. I had Gio Ingleto of RGI Realty on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. So I'll link it below. Go check her out, but go follow Jonathan. Check out his Jonathan Vega group. He works at Sotheby's International Realty, which is a massive company if you are in real estate. And I think it's really cool what he's doing and I'm so excited to introduce you to him and if you guys are ever interested in buying and selling a home in Miami or in South Florida he's your guy 
And yeah, I hope you guys like this episode. If you do, please leave a rating and review. Please subscribe to the show, follow along, share with a friend, tag us as you're listening. Go check out Jonathan and I hope you guys enjoy. I will talk to you guys next week. Meet Jonathan. Jonathan, what's something people wouldn't know about you just from following you? That's a good question. (laughs) I'd say they wouldn't know how simple and humble that I live my life. I try not to care about like the material things and I don't really care. I'm not flashy. I don't, you know, I don't need like a Rolex or like, I don't need to flex on people to like, you know, make them think that uh, I'm doing something right. Like that's never been me or who I am. And I don't, I don't think that people's material things define who they are. So, you know, people see like on Instagram, I have the same belt. I wear that one Ferragamo belt that was gifted to me. You know, yeah, I got a nice car, but it's just because I've always loved cars. So the car thing is like an exception. But like, I live very humbly. I don't live like in a mansion or anything like that. I just live in a one bedroom, one bath condo that I bought myself. And it makes me have peace of mind and peace of life. Like not even have to even worry about like any of that and still being able to do other things like investments and investing in my business as well. So I think people probably wouldn't know that. Yeah, I think that's a good one. And I, I like that that's also just because we've known each other for so long. So for reference, yeah. we went to high school together and we've seen each other grow up and build this life for ourselves. And yeah, like I love that seeing my friends that because I know that they're humble, like they're not like Instagram is a highlight reel and it's really cool to be able to show off like the fun stuff and the cool stuff and like things that we worked for and go to nice dinners and have these amazing trips. But at the end of the day, knowing like that it's just, that's the cherry on top. Like it's, it go, it's the more important, the work that went in to get there. So I like that. Yeah. That, you know, yeah, you go on your Instagram and you're selling very expensive properties, but at the end of the day, like it's not selling sunset for you. Like that's just a job, but you, cause you love it, but like you live a very humble life. So that's a good one. Yeah. I think we'll get caught up in the material stuff sometimes too. So, you know, everybody's like always trying to flex or something, but I don't think there's need to flex. Flex, yeah. flex in the work that you do, not in the, uh, not in the material things. Agreed. And like, Hey, if you like the material things, then by all means, yeah. get them for yourself if you for can sure. afford it. But I don't think you should be like aspiring to have that. If there's other things that you could be investing in right now, yes. because eventually you for will sure. get there. And yeah. that's something that yeah. I have to remember that, myself. That's, that's, I think we all like material things that you can say, right. But I think it's more like, when is the appropriate time, right. Not like, you know, you're still living you know whatever somebody's living at home and they want to buy like this expensive ass watch or whatever excuse my language if i'm not no, you're good you're good you're but but uh you know it's just there's a right time and the right place for everything right so like the money that i spend right now is so strategically spent on my business or my investments or my future that i don't want to spend the money like crazy money on things that aren't really going to give me money back right? Like if what I spend my money is not going to make me money, then I really don't have the urge to buy it. Agreed. No, I'm, I'm hundred percent the same way. Yeah. So how did but you maybe pay? when I'm like a billionaire, eventually, maybe then I'll just spend more. So yeah, I mean, but, same. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. If, if it doesn't, yeah, I think that's the great point. Like if it's not going to like make you happy, make you money, or I forgot what the other one is right now. I'll send you the TikTok sound that I'm thinking of after this. Then yeah, it's not worth it right now. Like it, it's just, it's not. But if I get to the point where it's additional disposable income, passive income that isn't going to make or break me, then that's when I'll go ahead and spend it however the hell I want because I earned it. Exactly. And I exactly. worked for it. So exactly. how did you get into real estate to begin with? Like talk a little bit about like 
you know, end of high school? Did you go to college? If you did, what did you study? Like, how did you kind of get into where you are now? So I did, uh, as you know, we went to high school together. I went to Coral Reef. I was in the legal academy and during while well, I was in Wait, you were? Reef. That's so funny that yeah. I'm the one that yeah. went to law school, but I was not in the legal academy. Yeah, I didn't end up doing anything with legal whatsoever, but it was a, it was a cool academy. Like, was, yeah. like, I really loved my teachers there, like Miss Cushney, best teacher ever. I go and I visit her all the time. But my last two years of high school, I was tutoring kids. Um, you know, I, I got my, my mom, uh, my grandpa gave me his car. It was like a hand-me-down. You know, my mom told me I had to work to start paying for gas, like outings, and she wasn't going to pay for it. So uh, she referred me to somebody who wanted like a tutor, like homework helper for their kids. So I said, all right. So I made 20 bucks an hour. I was doing that for two years, picking them up from school, taking them home, helping them with homework. And then uh, when I was graduating high school, I was actually going to go to UCF, but I ended up canceling that, staying and going to FIU because FIU was giving me a full ride. And then... Uh, uh, you know, basically one of the parents that I was working with, like tutoring her kids, she she worked here in the office in Sotheby's. She's like, hey, come come work with me. You know, I'll pay for your license. I'll teach you everything. And you'll just be like my assistant. And I was like, all right, like I have nothing to lose. Let me just try it, see what, what it comes about. I didn't know anything about real estate. So I graduated high school. And then like two weeks later after graduation, I called her up. I said, hey, look, you know, I'd love to take it on. And, you know, and she's like, all right, go to my office tomorrow. And then coming here to this exact office, and then you know, fast forward, you know, eight years later, now I'm still here. So that's but, cool. So- I didn't know that. I knew you. I know you yeah. were gonna go to UCF and then didn't end up going. And I knew you ended up going to FIU, but I didn't know what the real estate thing started right after high school. I thought right it came at, later. Yeah. So I was an assistant for three years as a right hand. So I was in FIU. I went to FIU full time, and I did graduate from FIU. So I did school and work full time, and as an assistant for three years and then after three years which was like like it's my senior year finishing senior year is when I went like uh, and I started working on a team in the company for like another year and then after that once kind of like around the time I graduated college I started my own thing and ever since then I've been like you know on my own but you know when I first started I you know the person that I worked with you know only only wanted me to work so many hours so I told him, hey, look, you know, just pay me a fixed amount, which was a very, very, very small amount. And, you know, I'll work for free. I don't really care. I just want to work. So I did that for three years. Lived at home, made very little money. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I just I just wanted to sacrifice. I just wanted to learn. I just wanted to absorb everything. And, you know, the moment that I felt that I could do it on my own is when I went on my own. And I started doing my own thing. Yeah, that's really valuable. I think, you know, there's so much crap about unpaid internships in college but I think we all got to start somewhere and I think as much as it would be nice to be making money to be able to especially you know in college go out with our friends and you know go on spring break and things like that I think it's more important like your work ethic that's something that you and I both have and I think we've always had it just it didn't really manifest until we were doing things that we were actually passionate about but you know like what matters is the work ethic and that you're willing to, you know, start from the bottom and learn and, you know, work your way up because so many people, especially now the younger generation and, or because of social media, it's like, you know, they want to be here already. And it's like, you, you can't, you're not like you, you don't have the tools and the skills to be there yet. And unfortunately we don't all have the connections to get there. And even if you do like, just cause you are there doesn't mean that you can, 
handle everything that's coming your way and you still want to be a valuable member of any team that you're on. So I think it's really smart of you, you know, maybe shouldn't have asked for a flat rate and get paid hourly, but that like, you know, hindsight, but that you worked your way all the way up and then realized, you know what, like I I can do this. I want to do this. And I'm going to go off on my own and I'm going to build something for myself. Can you talk a little bit? Sorry to cut you off, but like, I didn't, I didn't care. I didn't even want it. Honestly, like she could have told me like work for free. I would have, I would have worked for free. I, I just wanted to learn so bad. And I understood that I had to sacrifice now for like a better tomorrow. Um, and I knew that I wasn't able to even like facilitating a deal like that. So I just wanted to learn. And I was living at home. I wasn't paying rent. I had a car payment. I think I had like bought myself like a Camaro or something like with my savings, whatever. So my payment was like a hundred bucks a month or something like that. So like, I was like, that was all my expenses. So in my mind, I was just like, you know, let me just work. She pays me. If I get paid like a couple hundred bucks, whatever, like, I don't care. It's some, it's, it's feeding me. Uh, it's, it's allowing me to pay my car and that's really all I need. And I learned. And because of that, because of the sacrifices and being there and like learning inside by side of the day, that's how I was able to like fully grow and learn. And, and to your point about like, you know, when you're young, you have, you know, some people have the connections and stuff like nobody at 18 years old, none of our friends were buying houses. Nobody that I knew was buying a house and I didn't have the connections to like, I didn't know people who lived like in big houses. I just didn't know anybody. My mom's a teacher. And, you know, I just kind of grew up like, you know, in a regular house, you know, so I didn't have those connections. But what I did have was maybe connections with other agents in the office. And I just took advantage of that in the sense that I helped them and they helped me. And I would do open houses every single weekend, Saturdays and Sundays. I was doing open houses. I would do four every single weekend, 12 to 2, 3 to 5 on Saturday, 12 to 2, 3 to 5 on Sunday. I did that for probably like four years, five years. While everybody was out partying, like in college, there were Yeah, whatever. you have to be willing to want it. You have to be willing to work for it. And speaking about connections like I'm really lucky that my dad my both my parents worked in corporate America so I had access to the people in their companies that were doing legal so I could get information from them or law firms that they knew people at through work that I could get internships at but you know yeah same thing I didn't know people buying houses under like you know 25 other than in our parents generation like not our generation and you know people with huge houses or fancy cars. Like that was just not the lifestyle that we lived. Like I'm telling my, I was literally telling my mom, I was like, it's hard that now I'm like in this like upper level, like higher education bracket because I'm surrounded by people that are making significantly way more than me at my age and are living these lifestyles that I literally never knew about. Like I'm like one of my friends, she's like, yeah, I knew I wanted to be in big law since I was 10. I was like, I didn't even know what big law was until I went to law school. Like she knew that that was a lifestyle that she wanted. So she devoted herself to that. And I'm like, by the time I got to law school and I realized like that was an option, I was like, that's not the lifestyle that I want because it's not what I was accustomed to. And it it didn't interest me in the way that it interests other people. And for connections, like you, like you don't need to know anybody through your family. Connections doesn't have to be through your family. It could be through friends, families. It could be through your friends. Like it could be, who you work with like you never know who the person at chipotle behind you is or who they know like you always want to be nice to everybody you always want to make friends with everybody because you never know where you, like someone could lead yep. you to and like i think it's really smart that you were like 
I have access to these people in my office. Like I'm going to go learn from them. Like, Hey, can I get you coffee? Or like, I'm going to the copier. Do you need anything? Like, you know, you start building those relationships with people and they're going to be more willing to help you out. And that's something I talk a lot about on the podcast and just in my content, or when I talk to pre-law students, like go ask people for coffee. If you are interested in what they do, especially now that everything is, could be on zoom, makes it so much easier. It doesn't have to be in your city or your town or wherever you are. Like yeah. just ask them what's a coffee and like ask them their trajectory, their story, how they got where they are today. Cause I can assure you that they didn't even know that they were going to be where they wanted to be nine times out of 10 people don't. And you just kind of figure it out as you go. And that's exactly what you and I did. And I think it's super smart. How did you like, what was it like being an assistant? Like those first few years, what did you do? Like what, if someone wants to get into real estate and work their way up because you know, they don't have the connections or what do you do as an assistant? How do you get started? Yeah. I mean, um, you know, basically just go out and ask any, any agent that's doing well, right. If they need a helping hand, right. Like how, but how could you bring value to them? Right. There's so many people that want to get started in real estate and they don't realize that uh, they, they want to make it about them. They want to make it about, oh, like, I want to make this money. I, want, I can sell deals like that. I could do this. Because obviously social media has had an effect on our on our, on our our generation like that. Uh, they can get immediate. They think it's like immediate and it happens overnight. But you have to start from the ground. Like, just just ask somebody who's doing something good. You know, ask me, hey, look, how can I help you? What could I do to benefit you? How could I bring value to you? And then you bringing value to them is automatically bringing value to to you as the individual. You're learning, right? And you're that learning curve is automatic. Because in reality, anybody starting in real estate, you start right away. You don't know the deal. You don't know how to structure a deal. There's so many things that could fall through the cracks and then your deal's gone. You could have the client. Great. Once you get the client on the contract, many things can go wrong, right? So if you don't even know how to like manage a deal, right? Then in reality... Uh, you can have all the connections in the world, but if you can't manage that deal, the deal's going to fall through and you're not going to money. So yeah. you first got to understand, seek first to understand and to be understood. So just be in somebody's presence that, you know, you know, you help them on the daily and then it's just going to come back. Like that person's going to want to help you just as much as you want to help them. That's how, that's how it works. It has to be like, you know, a little bit of give and take here as, you know, for, for, for each end, but you can't just assume immediate success. You know, I did it for three years. Most people do not stay as assistants for three years. I did it for three years full time. And that was the best thing I ever did, honestly. I enjoyed yeah. working with the person that I worked with and I learned so much. And that that like gave me a huge learning curve. That was like my master's degree in, in real estate. Oh, a hundred percent. I it's funny, I talk about this a lot with my friends, like you know, I was originally going to go to law school and also get my MBA, do like the four-year JD MBA dual degree. And I was like, by the time I was like a 2L in law school, I was like, yeah, I don't need an MBA because I'm going to be an entrepreneur. So I'm going to literally get a crash course myself and it's going to be a hundred times more valuable. And it has been. And yeah, I think that's super important. Like, I like that you said, like, seek to be understood or seek to understand not to be understood first, because it's, it's so true. Like you don't know what you don't know. I learn every day that I know absolutely nothing about the law yet. I studied it for three years. Yep. Like I still need to figure it out before I can go and, you know, yep. handle these cases. And it's also people management and you need to like who you're around. And especially you work on a team, real estate's a team. Like, you know, it's not about you. It's not about the money. It's not about, you know, 
like the first sales or the first sale sign turning into a sold sign or like the, the met, like the achievements, like, you know, there's a lot more that goes into it behind the scenes that I think we forget about now because everything is just like, you know, we want it now. We want this, we want that. We want to show it off. And there's nothing wrong with showing off all the good things that you have going on, but it's also like, it's so much sweeter because it's so much more rewarding when you see all the work that went into it. And you're like, damn, I did that. I'm really proud of myself for it. And yeah, with the connections, like, you know, just really like, I like that seeking to add value first. And like, I always say like, you don't, it's just, it's a mutual selection process. Same as like sorority and fraternity, like recruitment interviews, like you want them to see what value you bring to the table, but you want to know what value they can bring you. And you want to make sure that the personality fit is there. You enjoy what you're going to be doing because that is what you are learning subconsciously, like a little by little, you are picking up all of that. And that is going to shape you for the next chapter. So you want to make sure that you want to learn from those people because you're going to be learning so much more than just whatever the job is. But also, yeah, you need to make sure that, you know, you, you're bringing something to value too. Like, you're not just there to sit there and like, tell me what to do and like, do your, you're not just doing your job. Like there's so much more that goes into it and you need to make sure that you're actually learning and you enjoy what you're learning. So I, I love that. So what was that transition like from assistant to actually being an agent yourself? Like, I know you sit at the same company, but you know, I'm sure it was a, it's a very different role. It's a new like project. Like what was that? Like yeah. what, what's the difference between like, what were you handling as an assistant versus when you became an agent? Like what changed? So like as an assistant, you handle like the day-to-day, I was handling the day-to-day, like, you know, appointments, showings, contracts, you know, drafting up contracts, leases, showing properties too. So I was kind of doing all those things as well. Um, but they weren't like my properties or my clients, right? So just kind of like, you know, helping someone else's clients, you know, guiding them and just, you know, doing a lot of the, the work, the office work, right? The things you do behind the desk and the paperwork and all that. Um, so that was the assistant role. And then, you know, just going from that to an agent, it was just a, it was a big transition because, you know, then I was getting paid. So it was helping me, you know, I knew I kind of had some sort of income coming in you know, uh, like kind of like a salary kind of thing. So stopping that, uh, that was a big jump because then I went from getting that to get nothing. Right. And then just waiting and, you know, basically killing what I, you know, uh, killing what I eat or you know, eating what I kill. I apologize. <laughs> eating, what I kill, what I eat. eating what I kill. Right. Like, you know, whatever is out there, whatever, whatever you, 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 you get is what you get paid and how I eat. Right. So after that, it was just a very, it was a different shift in mindset, you know, chasing the deal, chasing people, you know, meeting people, going out there. Then I started putting myself out more on social media, like posting more, doing all those things, all in, in an effort to get more business. Right. So my mindset shift as, you know, somebody who's on salary or whatever getting paid to a business owner on how I can attract business to my brand and to me so that I could further expand this right because eventually uh, you know at that moment I did everything I was my accountant I was my I was my assistant I was my uh, you know everything for videographer I, I edited all my video I did everything I, everything that you could think of in a business I was doing and then slowly over time as things evolved and got better with business I started delegating everything. So now I just have like a little team surrounding me, right? Of people who do different things. And I don't do, I don't focus on the things that I shouldn't be focusing on. I focus on things that 
that bring in more business that are better for the brand and for everybody else that's on the team. So over time, it's always been just a, a complete mind shift. I've done it very naturally. Everything has been supernatural. I don't force anything. I do it when the moment feels right. A lot of people like to rush things. I don't rush. I'm not rushing this because I'm, I'm in a long game. This is something that's more long-term. I don't want immediate, you know, I don't want my final goal to be next year because I've, then you forget everything else in the team. I want it to be a gradual growth. So, you know, over time, I ended up bringing other people. I, first, I started with a video, with my videos. I had a videographer that would edit my videos because I didn't want to pay someone to record and edit. So I'd record and then send him the footage and he would edit for like hundred bucks. And then I'm like, over time, you know, all right, started closing deals. Okay, now I'm going to just have to do filming and editing. So I got someone to film and edit all in one. And then after that, it was like, all right, we need to do it more times a week, so more times. And then he was doing all that. And then we learned systems on how to, you know, make it a little bit easier. And then after that, I said, okay, I need someone behind a desk all day, every day, because I'm out and about doing stuff. And then I got an assistant. So I started, you know, I have a full-time assistant that does all my admin work is like basically my backbone and she handles everything on the back end. And then, you know, now I have people on my team, other agents that help me with showings, other agents that help me with, you know, little maybe deals that I can't do or too far or too south, whatever, or too small. Uh, so, you know, over time, it's just kind of like delegating. But the transition has been so smooth from, you know, not trying to rush it and trying to just learn along the way on how I can improve. And in that moment, just understanding, all right, this is how much money I have. This is what I could do with that money to help me make more money. How can I just keep doing yeah. that and just start expanding it? But no, and I think start- it's smart too, because since you started off at the bottom and you did every single role yourself along the way, you know what to look for when you are hiring and delegating and you know, like, you know, you get, I think, get something, everything, like from every experience, good, bad, or ugly, you learn something, whether, okay, this is good. I want to do this when I'm a boss, for example, or like, that's not how I want to be as a boss or you know, if there's no systems in place when you come in and you need systems to feel like you are able to manage it all, because sometimes it can get really disorganized and you're like, I need systems in place. You start building those. So when you build your own team, you start off with those systems and processes in place because you know, that's how you work better. And you you find people that are going to build within that instead of, you know, it's just, you learn from everything. And I think it helps so much too, that you worked your way up and you, you did it all and you learned it all along the way I'm very much the same way like you know I for the first nine months of my podcast I edited them myself and now I have an editor and like hey Amanda when you're listening to this like I I can't do my podcast now without her because it makes it so much easier for me to actually create the podcast and find the people and I'm the one pitching to them and or they come to me and I'm the one like getting to be engaged in the conversation, but someone is handling that for me or starting my own law firm. You know, I have college interns that help me out with the admin things or the social media things. So I can focus on actually helping the clients or doing the research to create the content that they're ultimately going to package and show off for me, but they're not able to create that necessarily yet. Maybe eventually if they're law student interns, but I can't afford to pay a law student intern right now, you know, little by little I'm building those systems up. So I think it's super admirable the way you did it and it has shaped who you are. And, you know, I just think it's really cool to see, like, especially you, because I know you, but also just that 
you know, learning how much work it goes into it. Because I think, especially with something like real estate lately, everyone's just kind of like, you know, it's all about getting the big deal and like the commission and it's really cool, but they don't appreciate all the hard work that goes into it. And that, yeah, like you literally, you have to be bringing in deals and, you know, listing properties and showing them to get them closed and closings take months and they're very expensive and there's a lot that goes into it. So much can fall through the cracks, like you said, and like you're, you're working on commission, you're, you're your own boss. And I think that's really important for people to know if they do want to get into real estate, that even if you are at like one of these big companies, you know, you're ultimately still your own boss when you get to that level. And you, especially when you start having a team. So I think that's really cool. What has been the hardest thing you have learned since you kind of made that transition, like whether personal or professional or both, like, you know, the biggest personal development growth for you having now become a business owner? Learn how to be a, a better leader. That's been, that's been huge. And it's something that I try to improve on every single day. Um, you know, I have people that, you know, depend on me and people that, you know, are, are by my side. And, you know, I, I, I've had to learn how to become a better leader. And I've had to learn quickly. Uh, you know, I was by myself for so long. I did it by myself for like two, three years. And I did very well, like just by myself. But it got to a point where I just couldn't do it anymore without sacrificing my personal space so you know that's when I brought on more people and we started building a culture but you know just learning how to be a better leader not only like just helping other people right making other people's lives better and and you know make building like a culture like a family like that's 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 what you know has been the the thing where I've had to learn and brush up on and and and, and I'm continuing to learn every single day it's just how to become a better leader, right? Not make it about me, but make it about we. And not, you know, I'm making it about like what I can do for the other person that's working with me. Uh, because I think that's what builds, you know, a culture, a, a family, right? Um, you know, everybody has different ways of, you know, being a boss or being, you know, a leader. Uh, but I think, you know, the best leaders bring out the best in other people and want to see other people succeed. Uh, and it's not about like them. It's like, it's not about me, 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 me. It's about we about us how we can grow 100% yeah that's something I've had to learn and work on as well and I think to recognizing that you know to be a good leader like everybody has to has to and should bring some value to the team and you have to let them bring their value like you can't just because you can do it too like you hired them like so you can delegate it to them let them do their job like just you know and you're gonna have to take the time to train them so they can do it as good or as fast as you. But the whole point isn't that you can do it faster or better. It's that it gets done. So you can go and do the part that they are not able to do yet. And eventually they work up and like you, everyone level level up, but you have to foster that. And that goes to company culture and the, the work team and the environment that you build. And that's super important. Something that you said earlier too, like, you know, you're, you can't have all these goals right now and have this instant gratification because then once you get to that goal, then there's nothing left. Like, okay, so what's next? And that was something that I noticed a lot in law school. Everybody was like the whole, their whole goal was to be a lawyer. And it's like, okay, but law school is only three years. So what's next? And they were just going to pick the job that paid the most money so they can pay their student loans back. And not because they actually enjoyed the job. They were just so desperate for a job because they needed a job. And I think because I had the mindset of, yes, I want to be a lawyer, but there's so much more that I want to do. I don't want to be just a lawyer. That's just, that's, you know, there's more to me 
as a human, as a woman, I want to be a mom. I want to be a wife. I want to travel. I enjoy all these other things. Like I'm not just one thing. And you know, how can I make being a lawyer a part of me, but not all of me and having, you know, that mindset shift allowed me to say, or to not stay because, or pick something out of desperation or because I wanted it right now. It's more so like I'm willing to work for it and build out the life that I want and not just like, you know, because I know for the fact, if I would have been like, I just wanted to be a lawyer and I'm like, okay, I did that. Then what's like, just going to sit around and twiddle my thumbs and wait for things to happen for me. Like I'm much, I'm a go-getter. I want to, I want to keep trying new things and doing new things always. I want to evolve. I want to learn. I want to change and try new things. And I think that's something cool too, with being a realtor, there's always like, you know, new laws, new regulations, the market's constantly changing. Like you're up to date on all of these things and it's new and exciting and fun and it can be very, very stressful, but it, you know, you can't just be in it for the money or the nope. fame because there's a lot more that goes into it. And oh, for it's sure. very for stressful. Sure. A lot of sacrifice, a lot of sacrifice. If I didn't like what I was doing, I would be out of it already. And most people that get into it end up leaving, right? It's just like, it's a lot. It's a lot. You know, I, you know, my girlfriend knows it. I mean, I sacrifice a lot of hours, a lot of days, my weekends. Every single weekend, I have something with work going on. There's not one weekend going on where I don't have something. If I get a full day off, that's a miracle. I haven't had a full day off this year. I tried last week, but, you know, I ended up having appointments. And I just love what I do. So it's like, it's not a big deal. If I have to show, like, a couple properties in a day, like, it is what it is. Thank God that I have my assistant that helps me, you know, with all the back-end stuff of preparing those showings and all that. But, you know, it's, there's, there's, there's a lot, there's, there's a, you know, I, there's a guy that I, that I listen to, his name is Dre Baldwin, and he says there's a shit sandwich that comes with everything. So no matter what you do, there's always going to be a shit sandwich, whether you love it or you hate it. Basketball players, NBA players, football players, you can look at them and be like, man, they're living the dream. Like, look at them. Like, they're making millions. They're playing the sport that they've played their whole life and they've, like, dreamed of living that moment. But there's a shit sandwich that comes with it. They got to deal with pain for the rest of their life. They got to deal with headaches. They got to deal with people bothering them whenever they go out. They got to deal with a lot of shit. Excuse my, my, me saying that. No, I love that. I have never heard that before. Send me like whoever this said it because I, I want to yeah. check them out. But no, I love that. It's so true. And it's when I was telling my one of my best friends, I'm like, dude, I can never catch a break. Like it's just one thing after the other after the other. But I'm living the life that I want. You know, I'm nowhere near where I want to be, but I kind of love that I get to not kind of I do love. I wouldn't be doing it if I didn't. Like I would just go pick an office job where I'm gonna make good money. But like no, I want to build this career for myself and I want to do it my way because I've learned from all the people that I've worked with in the past. I'm like, I know that I can do these things, make it a system that works best for me and the way I want to live my life. And I want to build a team that also enjoys living the way that I do. And I want them to be a part of something that they enjoy and be a part of building something that they enjoy, which is why the entrepreneurship route has become the route that I went meant was meant to go on. But yeah, like, doesn't mean that it's not hard and there's shit along the way. Like, you know, it's constantly something like it, it just never ends. But yeah, I think too many people don't realize that. And like, you know, it's funny you say athletes, like I was a dancer, my entire life, like I deal with pain every single day, but you know yeah. what? I still love dance and you're still going to catch me li- dancing around the living room around the kitchen because it's something that I love to do. And these athletes, like they, you know, they had the ability, the skill to 
play professionally for the rest of their lives but it's a sacrifice too because there's days where your body literally is telling like you cannot go another day but they have to and because they do it because they love it and you know the people around them make sacrifices as well privacy especially being one of them you know it's not all sunshine and rainbows just because you make a lot of money or you're famous or whatever or like yeah you got the the dream house the dream car guess what the pool is gonna break you're gonna get a flat tire something's gonna happen you're gonna have to put work into it it's not you know there's never really just like a there are very few things in life that you get to, you're like, that's it. Like you got it. And like, there's yeah. never going to be something that comes yeah. along with that. Like there's always repercussions and consequences, but you do it of because course. you but, love you know, it. It's just, it's just with, with all those, you know, things, right. Like, you know, I think there's, there's, there's pros and cons to everything, but you know, as long as you have that, you know, future goal or kind of like that, that vision of what the future is that you want, like, that'll keep you going. Right. I mean, there's, there's been so many ups and downs in my career. There's been times where I've, I've thought like, is this what I want to do? Like, do I really want to do this? Do I really want to be doing you know this for the rest of my life? Like I thought that, I think everybody thinks that. Right. But. And the good know, thing that- is you don't have to do it for the rest of your life. Once the day that it is no longer fun for you, like that's fine. Like you don't have to keep doing it. And too many people yeah. feel that they are, they're, they're, they're golden handcuffs. They get stuck and it's like, If you have worked your way up the way that you have, you have a lot of transferable skills. And if you ever decide that this isn't what you want anymore, you will be okay because you're willing to go after what you want. You're willing to find what you want. And what drives you is that you love what you do, the passion. And that is the most important thing. And that's, I think a lot of people, we're starting to talk about that a lot more, I think, because there was so much dissatisfaction and then the pandemic just allowed people to get out a lot quicker than they would have, I think, which was a good thing. But for me, yeah, like I have goals and visions a vision of my life and like I have I work for every single day one percent better every single day and you know if I ever decide that I don't want this life anymore then I will figure it out as I go and exactly Exactly. but I think I think too sometimes people find like you know I've heard of some you know quite a few people you know quitting and quitting too soon you know like a lot of people even getting into real estate and they try it for a little bit and then they quit right away like anything that's worthwhile like any single person who's had success any single person who's an attorney a doctor any any single person who's had success has gone through a moment in their time i'm sure where maybe they didn't really love what they were doing but they pulled through and during those times where they figured out how to pull through is where they found how they could find a way to make that fun or that, you know, make it more of a passion, right? Because in every single job, I think there's a way that you can make it your own, right? Like, like in my instance, right? Like if I was just in the, doing the deal every single day, you know, showing houses, writing up contracts, negotiating, if I was just doing that all day, I, I would go crazy, honestly. Like my phone just doesn't stop blowing up. It's like nonstop, but but if if but me being able to create a business and make it my own and being able to have fun with it, right? Not not even looking at anybody as a model, just doing what I think I should be doing and just being myself, having fun making music while I'm doing new real estate, doing videos because I love doing videos, like all those things, those are things that are just fun to do. And like I've been able to incorporate all these different things into my business that have brought that creative part of my brain at the forefront so I, every time I have a creative idea I execute it and so I'm able to see this like something that's never been done be done 
like there's nobody made music about an area in like <laughs> it's not done like that was just a thought in the shower and making it from a shower thought to a reality is such a great feeling like regardless of how many people see it like who cares like obviously you want people to see it and you want to get eyes and people are like whatever it is what it is but it could have like five views and i wouldn't care i would still do it because it's just fun like and like yeah. i meet somebody in that area and i'm like yeah oh, i made a song about pine crest check it out and they're like oh my god this is awesome and it's like like now i'm that guy who makes music for real estate like that to me like just being able to find a way how to have fun with what you're doing in that moment. Maybe that's the way to look at it instead of some people saying, hey, you know, I don't think this is for me. Maybe I'm going to quit. Like, and then you just start, right? Maybe if you start, you say, you know what? How can I maybe try to make this? How can I make this fun? Let me try to make this fun. And if I can't even make it fun, if it's impossible for me to enjoy this, then I'm out. But maybe I could have some fun with this. Maybe I could try 100%. to do something, bring that creative part of my brain forward. Because all of us are creative like, at the end of the day. We all have our ideas. It's just that some of us aren't willing to execute on, our, on those ideas. They're scared of what other people think. But the moment you let go of those thoughts, the moment you're like, I don't, I don't really care. I don't know rats ass when anyone thinks about me. Then that's it. You know, like people commented on my video, like my music video. So much hate. Somebody just told me today if they saw me in Brooklyn, they slapped me in the face. You think I care? I don't care. That person's not going to do that, first of all. Second off, you want to hate, you're probably sending it to your friends and you're just giving me more publicity. Haters make me famous, so I love haters. Keep it up. Bad press is still press, but That's no, I could it. not agree more. Like the day that it is no longer fun, that's when you stop. And you know, but my mom, we were talking offline about just like, there's so many things I want to do. And I like, well, my, my worst trait is impatience. My fatal flaw is that I am a very impatient person. And something that I have to actively work on every single day is choosing to trust the process and trust myself and believe that, you know, it will work out the way that it's meant to, because it has time. And again, every time that it got to the point where like, I could no longer keep going, something kept me going. So like, I'm still here and I'm still kicking and it's going to be okay. My mom was like, you think that Amazon was Amazon overnight? It started off in his garage. Like, you know, Jeff Bezos went to Palmetto Bay, like Palmetto High School, like he's our neighbor. Like, you know, hometown Miami boy and look at everything he's built. You know, you, you can't just, you're not going to be exactly where you want to be right now. You are 25 years old, like take a seat. And I was like, okay, you were right. As annoying as it is to hear it, it's true. And you know, yeah, the minute that it's no longer fun, you have to stop. But I love the, no, I'm not going to lie. When I saw the Brit Brickle music video, I was like, this guy really just loves Brickle. Like what? But it's <laughs> funny. It's funny. And yeah. And at the end of the day, you can tell that you genuinely love what you do. And that is going to bring you more clients and more work and more people. You're going to gravitate to it. People are going to pick up on that. And they, they want to know who is this guy? Like, what is he about? I want to learn what he's doing. That, that is, you need to have that nowadays. And like, to be successful, I think it's magnetism. And if you don't have it, you need to have people around you that do. And I think you genuinely love what you do and it shows and it's so fun. And I think that's super important. Like, I know for a fact that if you know, I, I'm, I, every day, like not every day, every couple of days, I'm like, like, you know, I don't, I haven't gotten a client in a few weeks and I don't know if this is really worth it. Am I, am I, I'm not successful. Like, I don't want, I don't know where I want to be, but I'm like, you know what? Like, you know, I, I still love the process of going out there and looking for work and finding clients and meeting people and building connections. Cause you never know where they're going to lead. So right now 
I'm still having fun. I'm still enjoying it, even if it's not where I want to be right now. But we're also really young and there's so much more ahead of us. And oh, I yeah. think it's that mindset shift is so, so key in everything that you do. And I don't know, it's just really cool. Like watching you, like you are so animated because you genuinely love what you do. And I'm like, we need more people like that. Like that yeah. is infectious. Well, it's because I'm excited about the future, right? It's not like I'm thinking about the, I'm not, I don't think about today. Today doesn't get me excited. I mean, sometimes, yeah, today does get me excited. But, you know, like, <laughs> excited is more so like the future, like my future vision, you know, like, you're not gonna, you're not gonna be able to finish that shit sandwich that you're dealing with right now. If you're focused on that shit sandwich. Yeah. If you're thinking about, all right, once I'm done with this shit sandwich, I know that I'm finishing this is going to get me to where I want to go, which is that ultimate goal. Like my vision right now is not two years from now, three years from now, not even five. It's thinking like 10 years ahead. Right? Just like the property that I just bought, like all those things are like me thinking way ahead. And obviously I don't want that to come so fast because that means life is just going by quicker. But it's just me having that mentality of preparing today for tomorrow getting one step closer to that vision that maybe in 10 years, maybe I like, I'm even way past what my vision is, but that's just my vision, right? And that's what I'm going towards. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing every single day. I'm not doing it because I just want to close this next deal. I'm doing it because I have a bigger vision in mind and yeah. what I want to do with that money. It's not like, oh, I'm just going to get this money. And whoa, it's like my vision with that money. You know, like, it's just like everything has a vision and everything has a strategy behind it which is I think some people like just focus so like now, like in the moment, but you just think about the future and what the future would be if you keep doing what you're doing, right? Yeah, so, yeah. no, I'm 100% just kind of the same way. That having a vision truly is what got me through law school. It's what got me through studying for the bar exam, knowing like it's only a few more days, a few more weeks until, you know, I'm living the life that I want. I've been working so yeah. hard for this. And, you know, when you you hit each benchmark it's like wow like I mean not gonna say it was easy but like okay I did that like there's you know I have energy now for the next thing and like then the you know once you know yeah our visions right now for 10 years but in 10 years yeah like you said we could be so much farther than that vision or even if we're not but the vision has now progressed even further another additional Mm -hmm. 10 years because you're working for something you're not living for the now and you have to be careful to not future trip and like sometimes like me be a little impatient and get you know desperate I don't know if des- in Spanish it's desperate in English I don't know if it's the right word I know you know what I'm trying to say desesperado like that you're like um you want it like you want to just like you're impatient kind of like yeah, yeah like it's it. an impatience thing like I you you can't like it's like you're not gonna get it right now but it's it'll be so much more worth it when you do finally get it and you can see all that it took to get there and that there's still so much more you want to do because yeah you worked really hard but like you enjoyed the work in the process and yeah. if all of a sudden you stop enjoying it then that's when it's like okay time for the vision to change and that's okay too but you can yeah. never get to like I need it right now because mm-hmm. you're not enjoying it and at the end of the day like we're here you know life goes way too fast like we're here you know we got to enjoy yeah, while we're here and yeah I think you got to have the balance too though because it's crazy because I'm an impatient person too I'm patient but impatient and I think part of becoming or reaching those goals is having that little bit of impatience. It's like yeah. that perfect balance. Because if you're not impatient, then things are just You're going like, to settle. 
you're gonna settle you're gonna you're gonna it's get complacent yeah but if exactly but then if you have you know it's, it's literally just having that balance and maybe even being impatient but then reminding yourself at times be like hey hold up stop getting your thoughts relax take a chill pill like and maybe taking a step back for a day and then boom right back at it again but you know the impatience has like gotten me kind of where i am today so 100%. i you know i on it but at the same time it's like it's just having that balance and understanding that there's a long-term goal behind this and when i try when i am impatient i'm impatient towards my long-term goal and i'm like if i don't get to that by that day if i don't get to that like then you know whatever but obviously life changes right there's always going to be things that you pivot you change right like i always wanted a house like you know a three or four bedroom house at 25 years old and then when i got to the stage i'm like I don't need a three or four bedroom house. I just need a one bedroom condo and I'm chilling with that. And I'm, I'd rather just buy more properties as investment properties and invest heavily in my business so that I can just, when I'm going to make the jump, I'm going to make the jump to something that's yeah. worth my while, you know, like not like, you know, just a little house now to, you know, cause I can afford yeah, it. Today. So, so, you know, it's just, you know, having that long-term vision in mind, yeah. I think it's just, it's just so easy to lose that, that vision sometimes though, and the day to day. So sometimes you got to remind yourself about it. Yeah, no, I like that. I think because I'm a very impatient person, but for the future, sometimes important to take a step back and, you know, check yourself and like gut check, like, is this still what you want? Like, what are you working towards? Like you're working really hard and you want all of this right now and you're busting your ass but like who are you doing it for is it really worth it take a step back and you're like okay it is like I'm still like doing this for me or for the right reasons like okay now I can keep going for it and if at any point it's not fun or like you realize like it's not for you this isn't like healthy or you're you're just not having fun you're not enjoying it it's not for you anymore like it's time to take a step back but yeah, I think it's hard because social media has made it really difficult, but I think it's important to have these conversations, which is why I like having them and that we're, they're starting to be had a whole lot more to help people because there's so many people like us, like we're young and hungry, but you know, yeah, sometimes, you know, you got to take a step back and recognize when you're, you know, it's not about being full after a meal. It's about being satisfied. Like, you know, are, are you still doing this for you are you happy where you are at and if you're not happy is it like a superficial happiness like you had a bad day or is it like you're not doing this because you want to be doing this and then you kind of have to like all right figure out where we go next yeah social media is a double-edged sword you know it can be advantageous but at the end of the day it could hurt people too you know you find yourself in that hole sometimes people you know comparing themselves or thinking like oh my god why am i not doing that oh how is he that age or my age and doing that and i'm not doing that but you know everybody's got a different life everybody's got a different mentality everybody's got a different everything and you never know what's going on behind the scenes like the circumstances like you know you and i are the first ones to admit like we lived at home i mean i still do live at home longer than i most people would be willing to but you know, that's the sacrifice and the choices we made to get us to where we are today. If you're not willing to do that, then you can't, you know, not that in particular, but something, if you're not going to walk a mile in their shoes exactly the way that it is, and you can't really complain that, you know, they have something that you don't because you don't know what's going on. And like, I think people like, don't, don't recognize that, that there's so much going on behind the scenes and there's so many other circumstances involved. And, you know, one person isn't better or worse because they had more or less than you. They're just figuring it out for themselves too. And 
it's okay that you're not where you want to be as long as you're working towards it i think we're all just figuring it out that's all we're doing we're all trying to figure it out you know we're just doing life that's it you know i i i've I've always been like you know lately you know i don't look at people with envy i don't look at that at all i'm not i'm not envious of anybody i don't i don't wish bad on anybody either you know i see people successful and i'm really happy for them you know i you know i have my tight circle of people I'm super happy for every single person that's very successful. And and I would never, ever, ever like, you know, judge someone be like, oh, like, oh, he's he's not, oh, how is he doing that? Or, you know, like that to me, those are things that are just like silly. I think we should all just be happy for each other and, you know, grateful for all the circumstances that we have and just make use of your of your moment now, right? You know, yeah. just take And it. I wouldn't be, and I know you can say this, like, we wouldn't be who we are today had we not had the circumstances and the upbringing and the, the struggles that we've had. Like, it makes it so much more worth it and rewarding at the end of the day. And that's what I want to show more of. Like, yes, I want to show like the amazing trips and all like the nice restaurants that I'm going to because I love food and I love to travel. So I want to show those things. But I also want to show like the days that, you know, I'm crying and I haven't changed my sweatshirt in three days and I'm upset or something isn't working out because having those days it makes it so much more worth it when you do get to celebrate those big things and I think you just have like this like I mean your your pages become a lot more of a real estate and a more business page but even then you can still see the the boyish joy for life because that's who you are like you have to make sure that at the end of the day everything that you're doing you're still true to who you are and you're not hiding who you are just to get somewhere or to look like somebody else because then you're not doing it for you and that's ultimately mm-hmm. what it's all about yeah no no it's true hey and i'm i'm still trying to figure that out too i mean i've realized i've realized that i like, man, i'm posting way too much about real estate like i want to just like i want to post like more personal stuff i think that's more fun so we're we're, we're making a change <laughs> always always improving always changing up the yeah. You know, and that's the, important the, to recognize like sure. you can always pivot you can always change you could always switch it up like it's never too late like you we talked sure. like you were gonna go to UCF and the last minute you were like you know what I'm gonna stay at home and do something else and yep. it ends up being the best decision for you I was gonna go to law school I don't even know like Tennessee I ended up going there because it ended up being like the most affordable option it was the best decision I ever made but it wasn't like that wasn't the plan I didn't know what the plan was I didn't really have a plan I just you know, I'm going to go wherever the opportunity, yeah, wherever the opportunity comes. And like, at the time, I think I've talked about this, like, I didn't have this that great of scores, because I had had been going through a serious health situation and toxic breakup. And like, I just wasn't in the best place. So I took the LSAT, I got this score. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to apply with this. If I don't get into decent schools, and get a scholarship to them, I will apply again next year. It's not the end of the world. I know that I want to be a lawyer. It doesn't have to be right now because it's just not meant to be. And I got really lucky that I got in where I did, when I did everything that, you know, I have now, but you know, sometimes like life happens and there's a reason why we just don't know it yet. So you just gotta, you know, be patient and wait to see, but at the end of the day also like gotta work for what you want. And if you know, you want something and you can do something about it, go after it. And, you know, it's a good balance of both. And, you know, if you know that, you know, you want to share more personal because you miss that being in touch and like Instagram being for fun and sharing what you're doing on the weekends, then start posting that more. And if, hey, people don't like that, then let them unfollow you because that's not the people you want around you anyway. And I think it's so easy to say it about social media, but we also need to be doing that in our personal lives, like off the internet too. 
And it's just like, it's hard being, I think, in our mid-20s and figuring it all out. I mean, we're always figuring it out, but especially now because there's that extra added noise. But at the end of the day, like. Yeah. 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 Look, I mean, we're, we're all, like, like you said, we're all, just, we're all just figuring it out. We're all just figuring it out. Everything that I've done has been me just figuring it out along the way. Literally. No, I'm, I'm, I was never much of a planner. was never organized. I was never systemized it was all in my head when i worked by myself it was really all just like i have severe adhd and it's like everywhere like oh here 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 there here there um but you know once i got my assistant that kind of changed i kind of had to systemize and be a little more organized so i just did that as it came i didn't i hired somebody i didn't think of oh i gotta do this do this before i get this person because i have to do this i'm like let me just get someone i'm gonna figure it out along the way hired them she came in and we're like hey look we got a lot to do and we got down to business and that was it. So just figure things out along the way. Sometimes you can't overthink things. You just got to jump into it, do it and figure it out as you go. Yeah. A hundred percent. And you, trial and error, you learn as you go and you know, we wouldn't be where we are if it wasn't for all the mistakes and fumbles along the way, but that's what makes exactly. it fun too. Like that's exactly, that's what makes it fun. Exactly. And when you reconnect with people like we're doing right now and like you, or or even when you meet new people and you can like kind of like um commiserate on that and it's like you you share it and it's like okay I'm not alone like you know they 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 had mistakes too like they're still doing good like you know or they see it's like it's like okay like you know it happens it is what it is and we learn from it and we move on and you know life's too short and you know it's all going to work out exactly the way that it's meant to because we wouldn't be where we are today if it wasn't. Amen to that. Yeah, I think that's a great place to end. I We need to actually like hang out because we were talking about this before. We haven't actually seen each other, I think, in like eight For years, sure. um, which is wild. But um, what's something, like what's the biggest piece of advice, like overall, like it could be personal, professional, like relationship, whatever. Like what's your like, biggest piece of advice like something that you live by something that like is like a motto that I tell myself all the time is there's always something to do even when there's nothing to do I'm just crazy like that um I'm a workaholic so I may be a very unique uh, situation but you know no but I think rest rest is something to do even you know productive rest actually sitting back and doing absolutely nothing is doing something because you are being productively resting so you can regain energy to do something else. So even then, like doing nothing yeah. sometimes is exactly what you're supposed to be doing. So exactly. I think that's a, exactly. a great one. Exactly, exactly. Especially like in my business though, you know, in, this, in real estate, it's like, you know, most agents, they start out and they just sit at their desk and they're like, oh, I have what do I do now? But if you, like, I would always think, all right, there's nothing to do right now, but there is something to do. So what could I be doing right now? That's something like towards my goal. And that was always just in the back of my mind. That's always how it worked, you know, because as an entrepreneur, you just sometimes in that moment, you just have to sit and wait and like, hmm, now what? So even in that moment, you got to figure out stuff that you have to do. So that's yeah. kind of And like, it could be as yeah. simple as reaching out to talk to somebody, get coffee, yeah. go network, you know, post on social media. Hey, I'm, I have availability to take on a new client. You know, yeah. that's something. Even if you yeah. don't have work right now, posting that you're open to work, I promise you work will come. So yeah, I, I love that. I think that's a great place to end. Where can everyone find you? If they want to work with you, pimp yourself out. 
For sure. Yeah, so Instagram, you can follow me at Jonathan M. Vega. Find me on YouTube, prop, weekly property tours of mansions and, you know, touring every single building in Miami. Um, and then you can check out our website, look for a house there, look for a rental, look for anything, thevegaway.com. So that's it. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It was nice to connect after so long. I know. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'll link everything in the show notes and we will talk to you next week. <laughs>